I played a lot of house concerts. And as you said, you know, if you played at 30 people in a bar, you'd get paid in beer tickets. And if you played to 30 people in someone's living room, you'd make like $500, you know, it was just sort of like, wow, this is total difference in terms of your sort of return on your time. And, and, and as you, and the feeling of momentum, you know, like that you're fanning a spark into a flame that you're going to leave a mark on that town. And next time you come back, maybe there'll be twice as many people there. It's easy to get lost in today's music industry with constantly changing technology and where anyone with a computer can release their own music. But I'm going to share with you why this is the best time to be an independent musician and it's only getting better. If you have high quality music, but you just don't know the best way to promote yourself so that you can reach the right people and generate a sustainable income with your music, we're going to show you the best strategies that we're using right now to reach millions of new listeners every month without spending 10 hours a day on social media. We're creating a revolution in today's music industry, and this is your invitation to join me. I'm your host, Michael Walker. All right, I'm excited to be here today with Dan Mangan. So Dan is a two-time Juno award-winning musician and songwriter. If you don't know what that is, the Junos are basically like the Grammys of Canada. He's been featured on Netflix, CBC, AMC for scoring music and TV shows. And specifically, one thing we're going to talk about today is his platform that he's created called Side Door. So Side Door helps to connect artists and hosts to be able to host memorable shows in any space. So I was looking into it, and it just looked like a really cool platform. And specifically, you know, there's this idea of doing house concerts. You know, I've seen a lot of indie artists who've had a lot of success, you know, connecting directly with their fans and booking house concerts. And yeah, in traditional, traditionally unconventional spaces. I know with Paradise Fears, my band, a lot of the house concerts that we did were some of the most memorable experiences that we did and also a great source of income for us as we were touring. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm really excited to talk talk more about Side Door. Thanks for taking the time to come on here today. Yeah, my, my pleasure, man. I mean, the, the whole idea did start with house concerts. When I was just getting going in my own career, I played a lot of house concerts. And as you said, you know, if you played at 30 people in a bar, you'd get paid in beer tickets. And if you played to 30 people in someone's living room, you'd make like $500, you know, it was just sort of like, wow, this is total difference in terms of your sort of return on your time. And, and, and as you, and the feeling of momentum, you know, like that you're fanning a spark into a flame that you're going to leave a mark on that town. And next time you come back, maybe there'll be twice as many people there. And um, so that, you know, that the idea for side door really came from from that time in my life and i was just figured man what if there was just like this network you could tap into you know so you know one of the big light bulb moments for us was in realizing house concert was the initial idea but it doesn't have to be a house and it also does not have to be a concert all you need is like a sort of like a online marketplace for the arts where any space is a venue so you know we've got living rooms and, and backyards but also warehouses and coffee shops and bowling alleys and you know and basically we're we're creating a platform that that provides access for anybody to host the arts and for artists to find places that they would never find on google you know by sort of tapping into this this greater community of hosts super cool man i I love that idea as a platform and it sounds like you know really what inspired it too was the roots of your own career and having these experiences being able to connect with people through those shows seeing the difference between those kinds of shows versus bar gigs, or you might, like you said, getting paid in, in, in beer tickets. So maybe you could start off by, I would love to hear just a little bit about your story and how you got started discovering the platform of Side Door. Or For sure. It. Well, so, you know, 
I, I had a little record label and I was booking some bands or I was, or I was, I had signed some bands that didn't have booking agents and I was trying to get them tours. I was trying to get them, you know, sh shows, but without an agent, that was really tough to do. So I, I just started creating this network basically. And it was very, very simple. It was like spreadsheets and emails, you know, and started running bands through this very sort of primitive kind of house concert network and to, to some success. And I met Laura, my co-founder, she's the CEO of Side Door, but um, we met in 2016, I think. I was in Halifax playing with the, doing a show with the symphony out there. And she had been running this amazing house concert series in Halifax for quite some time. So she's a sort of, you know, me coming from, at it from the artist perspective, her coming at it from the host perspective. And we met and just sort of realized that we had this sort of same vision coming opposite sides of the country and opposite sides of, of, of the coin. So we started in 2017. You know, we, we, we kind of bootstrapped the, the platform, raised a little bit of money, hired a bit of a team. And so now, you know, five years later, we've weathered the storm of the pandemic. We did some online shows in the meantime, mm. but there's about 6,000 artists on the platform and over 3,000 spaces in North America. So the, the vast majority of what we do is in North America, although the, the platform itself is sort of like location agnostic. It can, it can happen almost anywhere in the world. Super cool. And one thing that I noticed as I was checking out your website too, you know, in addition to you know, just providing an, an amazing service where you're connecting artists you know, with the with fans directly in unique spaces. At the time of recording this, you know, you've helped artists generate over what one point two million dollars as well in in revenue from these kinds of shows, which is amazing. Yeah, it's. I think we. I'm just looking at our numbers here. So we've done. I'm getting lost in my data. My, my data thing. I'm not going to look at that because it's distracting me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've paid out well over a million dollars. I think maybe 1.2, 1.3 million dollars to artists directly. And we, we created this really unique mechanism, by which so you <clears throat> so artists or hosts can create a show call. Show call is sort of like broadcasting your availability to the world of where you want to play when, what you have in mind. And all of the hosts near that location will get a, a ping, like a, an email notification saying, oh, so-and-so is looking to, to you know, play near you. Those two parties can get together and a chat. But once they're ready to build a show, they build that show. They can create a unique revenue stream for every, or, you know, revenue split, I should say, for each show. So you, you build it together, you both sign off. Once you have a show ready, it goes on sale, you sell the tickets. After the show is over, everyone gets paid out their cut automatically. So you don't have to ask to be paid. You don't have to go and settle with anyone. At any point, you can log in, see how many tickets have been sold, see what revenue has been generated, see how much is going to your PRO, see how much is going to taxes, whatever, and then see how much you're going to take home. And then as soon as it shows over, your cut just goes right in your bank account. So it's super clean, super transparent and super friendly. And it's all based on this, this idea that, you know, like if we if we, if we if we succeed, if we can make this work, the world we envision has a massive middle class of artistry where you know people can make a living doing what they love, whether or not they're famous. You know this is sort of like it's supposed to be industry adjacent. It's like you know we, we want people to be able to use side door to perform and, and do their their passion and make like a carpenter's wage, you know and then if the industry takes notice and you get to go sell out big theaters and stuff, then that's awesome. We're like the farm team. So cool. Yeah, I, I, lo I love the idea for the platform and 
And it seems like, you know, there's, there's a big opportunity too, just in terms of, gosh, I wish all of the tours that we did and the venues that we played were able to settle as quickly and easily as mm-hmm. that, like just automating that. Amazing. It, it, and one thing I would love to get your perspective on, you know, as, as an artist that, you know, you've played house concerts and you've played, you know, this type of special type of show that's a different vibe and a different kind of show versus what a lot of people might be more familiar with, which might either be a bar gig or it's a cover gig, or, you know, if they have built a bit of an audience, they might be able to play a show in a local club or a venue and people can Mm -hmm. come out. So I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about kind of the contrast between these special kinds of shows on side door versus what someone might think of normally when they think of a traditional show. And what are some of the benefits and differences that you see between those two types of shows? Well, the first, the first, you know, main difference is that often these shows are quite small. You know, a lot of our, I think the average audience count at one of our shows is like 40 or 45 people. So, you know, you're dealing with living rooms and backyards, you're dealing with smaller spaces and often spaces that where the rent is already paid, you know, the host is largely doing this out of a labor of love on our platform. Of course, the host can take a revenue split, but many of them, particularly the residential ones, they don't, they just want to give all the money to the artists. And the reason they're doing the show is to curate for their community and do something awesome and, you know, make memories and all that kind of stuff. Maybe they love the artist. So from an artist's perspective, I mean, some of these shows are without a PA. Some of them are with a PA. Some of them are, you know, the, I, when I was playing in a lot of house concerts, I would tend to like crash at the person's house after, you know, you're not paying for a hotel that night, all those kinds of things. But really, you know, it's really important to us on Side Door that we don't prescribe how people have fun. You know, we, we, we try and basically build the tool that sets up the situation where the host and the artist can sort of hammer out all of their expectations so that nobody's getting blindsided or shocked when the actual show comes to pass. And we've incorporated like ratings and reviews and testimonials and all that kind of stuff to sort of help people gauge, you know, what, what makes the most sense for them. But it's really an access point. And these shows are really intimate, really special. I mean, what I found was that people would walk away from the show feeling like they not only enjoyed the music, but that they really got a sense of who I was as a person. And so as I moved on to the next town, you know, they were now invested not only in my music, but in me, they wanted me to succeed. And so the next time I came back to that town, you know, they would invite all of their friends out to whether if it was another house concert or if it was a club gig or whatever. And that's truly how I built, you know, the bulk of my audience in the early days. And, you know, I went from playing to 30 people in house concerts to here in Canada, at least selling out big, you know, two, 3000 capacity venues. And a lot of those earliest supporters are still coming to the shows. I have people who go, you know, I'll see at the merch table after and they'll be like, I've been to like 21 of your shows. And the first one I saw was at a laundromat in San Francisco or something like that, you know? And um, all of these these people, they become your support base, you know? And I, I really, I, I mean, I think the context of the show is so important. I think if you saw Feist play like in a the corner of a loud Irish bar, you'd be like, oh yeah, she's pretty good. But you see Feist play in, in a living room and you're standing you're 15 or sitting 15 feet away from her. You're never going to forget that night. And I think that that's what it's about. It's the philosophy of, you know, we say, <clears throat> if your footprint cannot be wide, let it be deep. You know, like if you can't sell a thousand tickets, have the most memorable evening ever with 45 people. And so truthfully, that's that's what we're about is making something of high quality, high return, you know, a highly potent event even though it's small. Hmm. 
So cool. Yeah, and that that totally rings true for, for me too. With our band, when we were getting started, very similar. Like we, I remember the first shows that we ever played. Yeah, we booked the tour, realized pretty quickly you actually have to get people to come out to the shows. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, played to the bartender in the back of the room, and especially early on when we didn't have a big audience, when we started doing those house concerts, yeah, there was in some cases like five to ten people who would come. But they were huge fans of what we were doing, and we had this chance to personally connect with them. And those mm. are the people, like you said, that end up becoming lifelong supporters because they're more – like they've, they've built a real connection with you. They know who you are. And it's, it's really cool that you've built kind of this foundation and this network where artists can you know, tap into an existing, existing base of people who are excited and, and interested in hosting you know, artists like them. Kind of reminds me of like the couch surfing culture. Mm-hmm. You know, with with couch surfing, there's basically the yeah. I couch surfed probably thirty or forty times, oh, and wow. like t- probably twenty nine of the, the thirty or so times were amazing and met like yeah. super cool people. There's only one, one experience one I have one? that I, I won't I won't go into details, but the warning signs were there. Like if yeah. anything, it was it was on me. I should, right. should look at their reviews. But the culture I feel like with couch surfing was so much so about the community and about the connection and mm-hmm. the people uh, were opening up their houses to because they were looking for relationships and they were looking to to provide a service and to be able to connect with people and maybe they had traveled in the past or they like meeting people. And so I bet, you know, with this community that you've built and these hosts who are, who are showing up, a lot of it's really about this ability to, to build a relationship and the connection you know, with the artists themselves. So there's a value similar to, you know, the idea of a street team mm-hmm. you know, like with the street team back in the day, fans would yeah. just approach fans waiting lines for shows for free. I mean, it's wild. Like you look at the look, you see the look on a host's face toward the end of a show, like even maybe their first one that they do. And they're just like on cloud nine. They're like, I can't believe that this person is performing or whatever in my space. Never thought this would happen. Um, and they, all of their friends look at them like, oh my God, like, how did you do that? And they're like, you know, it's not that hard. It's actually pretty easy. And, you know, you say street team, it's, I think in the, particularly in those early days, like if you're going to try and get a, a gig at a club, you need a promoter. And there's lots of small indie promoters out there, but like promoters are trying to market to your fans, let's say. But if you don't really have a lot of fans and it's the early days, you know, le- going to a, performing at a host, like a, a DIY space, the, the host themselves kind of becomes your champion in that market, you know, and they're inviting their friends and their colleagues and their neighbors and their family to, you know, partake in an event in their space. And it's like kind of a community touch in point. And so you're going to end up with people there who have, they have no idea who you are. You know, they, they're just showing up because they're trusting the host. And so then what you get is the situation where the hosts develop a bit of a clout, you know, and you get like, we, we have hosts on the network who have like mailing lists with like a thousand people on them. And every time they, they put up a show, they'll email all of their, their folks and say, oh, here's who we're doing. And people will just buy a ticket, even if they've never heard of the band, because they trust the musical taste of the host. And so, you know, these are not professional folks. These are just like people who got in, in you were interested, they got involved. They started bringing music through. And a lot of the cases, these people don't live right downtown. I mean, sometimes they do, but what kind of the cool thing about Side Door, one of the cool things about Side Door is that, you know, like say on Airbnb, 
as a as a host, your 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 primary value is your proximity to other things. You know, how close are you to other amenities or downtown or whatever? On side door, the value you bring as a host has nothing to do with proximity to anything, and only in your ability to create like an existentially enriching scenario for everyone involved. Your ability to invite out the community, your ability to catered artists, your ability to sort of, um, you know, be a great host. We have people who live in the sticks, you know, way out of the, in the country who are able to kind of, you know, get people from their community out to shows and they're getting like 80 people into a, a, you know, a sort of farm, like a barn or something like that on the regular. And the artists are saying, this is amazing. You know, like we get to go and play in this cool place and it's outside the city. It really doesn't have to be a kind of, it, it, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like, we're trying to decentralize it a little bit, you know, there's sort of like these very specific funnels in the way that the music industry works and, you know, agents and managers and labels and promoters, they all kind of work as gatekeepers to the venues. And it's, it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship because the venues need those gatekeepers to protect them and keep them full so that they can sell booze so that those venues can, can continue to exist. So it's a system that works, but what happens is that, we know that only about 3% of touring acts actually have a booking agent. So like 97% of acts are like basically getting pushed out of the funnel. They can't make it through into the venues. So what Sidor does is it sort of creates an ecosystem, an access point where absolutely anybody can get involved. If you love music, if you love a specific band, you know, if you're a community minded person and you want to do something near where you live that's going to be like a, a cool community touching point and enriching for all the people you know and love you know that's amazing you can get involved you can host a show you're helping an artist make a living you're doing something awesome with your life your friends and family will look at you like a total rock star it's it's an amazing thing that you can do and everybody wins All right, let's take a quick break from the podcast so I can tell you about a free special offer that we're doing right now exclusively for our podcast listeners. So if you get a ton of value from the show, but you want to take your music career to the next level, connect with a community of driven musicians and connect with the music mentors directly that we have on this podcast, or if you just want to know the best way to market your music and grow an audience right now, then this is going to be perfect for you. So right now we're offering a free two-week trial to our music mentor coaching program. And if you sign up in the show notes below, you're gonna get access to our entire Music Mentor content vault for free. The vault's organized into four different content pillars. The first being the music, then the artist, the fans, and last but not least, the business. When you sign up, you'll unlock our best in-depth masterclasses from a network of world-class musicians and industry experts on the most cutting-edge strategies right now for growing your music business. On top of that, you'll get access to our weekly live masterminds where our highest level modern musician coaches teach you exactly what they're doing to make an income and an impact with their music. Then once a month, we're gonna have our Music Mentor Spotlight series. And that's where we're gonna bring on some of the world's biggest and best artist coaches and successful musicians to teach you what's working right now and one of the most amazing parts is that you can get your questions answered live by these top level music mentors. So a lot of the people that you hear right here on the podcast are there live interacting with you personally. So imagine being able to connect with them directly. On top of all that, you'll get access to our private music mentor community 
And this is definitely one of my favorite parts of Music Mentor and, and maybe the most valuable is that you're gonna have this, this community where you can network with other artists and link up, collaborate, ask questions, get support, and discuss everything related to your music career. So if you're curious and you wanna take advantage of the free trial, then go click on the link in the show notes right now and you can sign up for free. Uh, from there, you can check out all of the amazing content, uh, connect with the community, and sign up for the live masterclasses that happen every week. This is a gift for listening to our podcast for the show. Um, so don't miss it out. Go sign up for free now and uh, let's get back to our interview. Hey, dude, such a, I love this, such a cool idea. And for the record, I'm sold. I'm actually, I'm going to sign up as a host. Uh, oh, I yeah. Wanna, Amazing. I want to try that. Because one, you have one thing that you brought up that is is so cool because yeah i think a lot of the people who are listening to this right now or watching this are coming from the point of view of the artist right they might not necessarily understand quite as much as it relates to like being a host and understanding the value of being a host and so when you described like the value for the host in this case is that they get to have this amazing experience where they, they have an artist you know, come to their house or a place nearby. It's a community touch point. It just it kind of feels like a really nice organic community builder. And mm-hmm. you're starting to kind of, for me as a host, I'm thinking about, you know, a few of the people in our neighborhood that I would love to connect with. It's a relatively new neighborhood. You mm-hmm. know, it's been around for about five years. There's a Emmy award-winning video guy who lives a couple of t- We've hung out a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, like I want to get him to come out to, yeah. uh, to a show and a few other people. And it would just be very cool to, you know, to have, to have that type of experience. So it's awesome that there's a platform both for the, from the host standpoint, but also for the artist to be able to show up and be able to mm-hmm. provide that value to, to the community. So a couple of questions that come up because when we were doing these, we, you know, we unfortunately we didn't have a super cool platform that like we could use that took care of a lot of the logistics of this. You know, so for us, you know, there might be five, 10 people, 20 people. And more often than not, when we did these these kind of house concerts that weren't always at houses, but a lot of times were for mm-hmm. private parties or different events or a quinceanera, they would be, there'd be one primary person who is you know, paying for the cost, right? Mm-hmm. And it might be, you know, when we were just starting out like $500 or a thousand or even like $6,000 for, for a show. And generally how it worked is if it would, the person who was hosting the concert would be the one that was paying. And sometimes they would be able to split it with a few different fans who just really wanted to, to bring us out. In one case, I remember there was an amazing concert that, I mean, the, the host went over delivered and she like sold tickets to it and she made a bunch of money on like hosting the, the house concert We're like wow like that's cool but i'm curious from with, with side door how the payment processing works it sounds yeah. like is it you're able to set it up as a ticketed event so all the community members you know pay for a ticket to come in or do you ever see that sometimes the hosts you know they cover the house concert so that they can invite their friends for free mm-hmm. or how exactly is that? Does that yeah, work? we, we do have some scenarios where the hosts will just like basically foot the bill and they'll say, look, I'll pay you thousand bucks for you guys to come and play. I'm going to host this awesome party for all my friends. I'm going to invite everyone. We're going to have the best time. So in that case, the sort of liability is all on the host, like the, the, the liability of the financial obligation. And so that's, that's one way that it occurs, but I would say probably about 95% of the time, these are ticketed shows. So the host and the artist are sort of assuming the shared responsibility to market the show to 
you know, the artist fans, friends and family, et cetera, both parties kind of try and get as many people as they can out to the shows. And that's how most of them happen. And early on, when we were building the platform. We, we were thinking, you know, is this a service where people can per- purchase a performance or is this a, a, a sort of connection community thing? Cause that, that what we worried about is that then you're hanging all of that financial obligation on like one host or maybe that they can find some friends that'll help them out. And so we built this really sophisticated ticketing system where you can first connect, chat, build the show, sign off on everything mutually, run the ticketing. And the ticketing is very you know similar to most other ticketing platforms, except for it's much less expensive and the fees are lower and it's very transparent. And then after the show, cause you can actually figure out like, you, know, you can say, you know, the artist is going to take 60% of the revenue or 80% of the revenue. You guys, you basically like move a, a knob back and forth and it splits the revenue between the, the parties. Um, so it's, it's, it, I guess the answer to answer your question, most of these shows are traditionally ticketed shows, but on side door, they don't have to be, you know, you can use side door just to connect with hosts or just to connect with artists. And then if you want to like, you know, hammer out a deal and take it offline or use a different ticketing system, that's fine too. The primary function of side door is to connect those parties. Obviously, we like it best if it's ticketed on the platform and listed on the platform because then it sort of continues to add to the the community. But, you know, it doesn't have to be. Mm. Very cool. So in terms of the the ticketing and in terms of the different you know, users of of the platform, right? You've got the the main hosts, which is obviously a big like user base and the network and the connection from from people who are hosting events. Awesome that they get pinged if there's an artist that's like, you know, exploring different dates. Then there's the artists, of course, who are actually, you know, playing the shows. Is there a third type of user that are like the fans or the people mm-hmm. who've gotten a ticket? And how does how does that work if someone, I don't know, is listening to this right now and they're like, well, I'm not quite ready to host a show myself and I'm, in, I'm interested in playing one of these shows, but also I'd be interested in attending one of these shows yeah. first. What does that process look like for that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I cut my teeth as a musician, so business speak is not my, was not my first language, but in, in sort of figuring out this tech platform, we've had to, we've had to pitch it and sell it. And, you know, you could look at a, a marketplace like Airbnb or like eBay or, or whatever. Those are all two-sided marketplaces. You have a purchaser and a seller. Side door is even more complicated because it is a three-sided platform. You have the artists, you have the hosts, and as you say, you've got the audience. And in order for an event to take to occur, the host and the artist has to connect, and then they have to sell tickets. So you have to market it to a third party. So it's very complicated from like a, a technical standpoint and figuring out who Side Door is for, you know. And we have always operated like artist first. We are a, a tool for artists to connect with hosts and put on shows. That said, we built the ticketing, you know to make it all seamless and all built into one kind of like business in a box for artists. And so, yes, if you are an audience member, if you are someone who loves music, this sounds interesting to you, but you're not ready to host yet, you can totally go on and see if there's a show near you. I mean, there's a couple hundred shows on sale right now all over North America and, you know, lots, lots to choose from. And if there isn't one near you, well, maybe you could consider you know, you could, the other thing is you can create a host profile. It doesn't obligate you to do anything. You know, you could create a host profile and just, just see, because you never know, you might get an email 
six months from now from like a great act going, Oh, we're looking for a, a show near there. So it's, it, it, you know, that there's, it, it, it's, it's building, it's, it's slow in, in a way because it's, you know, we're kind of coming out of the pandemic, but it's, it's really exciting to see when things come together. And I have to say like the whole side door staff, like, you know, when we get pictures of a show or we get video of a show that happens on the, from the platform, there is like a big, existential high five, you know, that goes on of just knowing that we've, we're, we are helping to give artists a place to perform and helping them make money. You know, Sidor is a very lean operation and we're very, very proud that on most shows, you know, 90% of the, of the ticketing proceeds goes directly to the artist. So awesome. Yeah, this, this kind of, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to, to create a host profile and, and see you know, what, what kinds of things are nearby Orlando. Cool. So, I mean, as it relates to the three different types of people who are using the app, well, one thing that came up was maybe something similar to bands in town. You know how with bands in town, as a fan, you you, know, you can get pinged or notified mm. when there's you know, shows playing near you. So we interviewed Fabrice Surgent on our podcast a couple of times, their, their founder and CEO. Mm. But is that something that is like currently available on a side door for like the fan or is it something in the roadmap or how does that work? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, the, a little bit of the different thing is is that on Bands in Town, you get a notification when the artist has booked a show, when they have a show on sale, which is awesome. Side Door sort of takes it, you know, sort of like one more step behind the curtain and says, you get a, an email, you get a ping when the artist is looking to perform a show. So when they're hunting for a show, you get the opportunity to perhaps host them. So it's a slightly different engine, but we love Bands in Town. And, you know, they've they've done a really amazing job of sort of aggregating band audiences and, and knowing where they're located and helping bands with data and touring, you know, analytics and stuff like that. So it's a slightly different tool, but it, it is, you know, it's all in the same sort of ecosystem of trying to help bands, you know, have a touring model that works. That's super awesome. And I remember thinking about this, you know, a couple of years ago, and I'm so, so glad that someone has like been able to take an idea and do something kind of like this because yeah, I had this thought around with the band. So with Paradise Fears, my band right now, for example, you know, the pandemic has happened and we stopped touring full time probably about five years ago before the pandemic, we would get together and play a few shows and like the, on the East coast and you know, we could sell out like maybe like four or 500 cap room, uh, but it's been, you know, a few years since we've, since we've toured. And so people are flying, you know, from all over to, to come to these one-off shows hmm. and we've talked about before how it could be fun to play a tour again, but now it's like, we don't even know what to expect in terms of mm -hmm. who's gonna come out to all these different shows. And yeah, I had this thought like where, man, if there was like a crowdfunding or almost like a Kickstarter type of form where you could just propose ideas for you know this venue and this place, or, or that you could propose, I'm th we're thinking about doing this tour. And if enough people said yes, if enough people you know, kind of pledged, then the tour happens or the date mm -hmm. happens. I and mean, it sounds like that's you know kind of the platform that you've created with the ability to ping fans in cities when you're considering playing a show. And even before committing fully to the show, you're able to sort of gauge the interest. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So for instance, like you could you could you could set up like a show call for some a few a handful of areas you were looking to set up a tour. And then you could take that show call, you could send it to your email newsletter send it to your socials, put it on Instagram, et cetera. You can, sort of make, you can make, make a video saying, hey guys, here's the deal. Paradise Fears is thinking about 
maybe doing a little bit of touring, nothing crazy, but we're going to get back out there a little bit. You know, we're, we want to do something cool. We want to do something that feels good. That feels like a community reconnection after all this time, you know, hit the link and let us know if you're interested in hosting near you kind of thing. And then people can click on that show call and then they can create a profile, message you directly inside door. You can sort of filter out the, you know, the places that don't look very, very good and, you know, focus on the ones that do or what have you manage all of your incoming. And then the ones that look great, you just click a show, you know, say build a show. And then you, with each show, you sort of mitigate all the, all the details with the, with the hosts. And it's nice because it's all kind of compartmentalized in one place and you can check on your sales. You can find new shows. You can make new show calls. You can add new tour dates, you know, get paid through it. all. It's, it's all happening sort of through one device. And, you know, what we found is that existing hosts do pick up show calls and they do host artists that come through, but mostly if they've heard of the artists. And so one way that we found that artists can have a great deal of success is by creating that show call and then posting it to their existing fans, their existing supporters. And then what happens is that those people are like, oh my God, I could host Paradise Fears. I got this great gazebo out back or whatever, you know, I got an acre of land and I've been thinking about doing a big outdoor show, like let's do it. And then this seems like the perfect opportunity, you know? And so what you're doing is you're setting up a show, Sidedoor is helping you sort of figure out all those details and run the ticketing. And then you are helping to build the community even more so that when other bands are touring, they are potentially also going to be able to use that host that you brought to the platform. So every it's, it's amazing. Like every time there's a show call, we have new hosts joining and all of those new hosts help the existing artists. It's like, I, I think a lot about how I want the platform to feed the commons, if that makes sense. And when I was young and I was doing a lot of house concerts and just starting out, I found, I was like, man, these are so much fun. And there's so like such a great return on them and I'm making good money. I just don't know how to find them. You always had to know someone who knew someone or get an email address or a phone number from somebody. And I love the idea that the more people use side door, the more hosts are on there, the more it's going to help more artists, you know, that there's sort of just like this viral effect to it and it keeps growing and growing. Hmm. That's such a good idea. Yeah. So being able to reach out to your existing community and let them know, that you know, you're looking for hosts and that you're thinking about playing these shows. So you, so if I'm understanding it right, you know, as a band, you create an tentative or potential show call and then you can send out a message to your audience and let them know you're thinking about doing this but and they can see the opportunity like, wow, this would be really cool if I wanna be a host. Then from there, they might what apply, they might create a host profile and sort of ask to claim the show call. Yeah. So basically when they land on the show call, there's a big thing that says like, you know, respond to Paradise Fears and, you know, and they can type in a message to chat with you. And then in, in the process of doing that chat, we say, hey, well, that's, that's cool. You know, do you have a name for your space? Can you give us a picture? Can you give us a short description? And then that's all it takes like two seconds to do it. They build a like a, a very lean profile. And then now you can chat with them and you can figure out, you know, is this the right place? But it's nice because then when you're in your inbox looking at all the incoming requests that you have, and they're just chats, you can immediately see the, the photos of the places and get a sense of them, et cetera, and sort of you know, do your own kind of filtering. And then when you're ready to book a show with one of them, you just say, book a show. And then you get into a different thing and you can both, you both sides have to sign off on the, 
on all the ticketing details, the price. You can do ticketing, so you can do like a minimum, but like a pay what you want kind of scenario. And then you create to the revenue split, you figure out where all the money's going. You know, it's very, very simple, very intuitive, but basically allows you to log in and like book your tour. Mm, very cool. So is there an option, like I imagine, you know, if, if we send an email to our audience and they see this is even a thing, they're like excited. They're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Some of those people are like, that would be amazing. Like, I would love to host one of these shows. And there's probably gonna be a lot of people as well who are like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I live near this area. Um, I might not be interested in hosting the show myself, but I'm definitely interested in like hearing more about it or mm -hmm. maybe going out to the show in this, this show call. Is there a, like a button below, like host the show that's like, like keep me notified or like I'm interested in oh, this. Wow. You, know, you know what? There isn't, but that is a great idea. You know, I think that that would be, that would be awesome if like basically you could join like a mailing list for that area or for that show so that, you know. I think that that's really, really cool. I'm going to write that down and mention that to the team. Cause I think that that's, I love that. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of people who will see that and you know, they're very interested in, you know, being a part of it or, or hearing about the show if, if, and when it happens as part of the show call. And then when the show is selected, then yeah, you could like, you could send a ping or a notification. And now all those people, I don't know, a hundred people might get notified and say, Hey, the show's happening. You can get a ticket here if you, if you want to come out to it. Totally. Um, Love cool. that. Man, I'm, I mean, my brain is like, is going, I think it's just an awesome service and like a, a, a bridge that, that you've created to connect artists with their fans and with, with these hosts. Thank you. I'm also, my brain is just going. So yeah, we have a platform called street team that is basically a CRM software that helps artists to build an audience with an email list and an SMS list mm. and be able to you know, stay connected and communicate with, with their fans. And so maybe there's some cool stuff we can do in terms of like linking together our software oh, yeah. so that all of their people, because I would say the majority of our artists are, you know, we, we have you know, some artists who are coming in and they're already you know very successful and you know, have seven figures per year like music income but i would say the vast majority of people are coming in and they have you know music that they're really passionate about and they're just getting started with trying to build an audience and we can help we help take them from zero to you know a thousand initial kind of core fans and a platform like what you offer would be the perfect sort of starting initiate initiation point if we were able to work it into their community where it's like you could they, we could embed it on one of their pages within street team so that all of their fans can see wow like there's a cool opportunity where i can actually host a show from this artist or i can attend one of these shows totally and there could be something worth exploring well there. and I, th I i think that that's great i mean it would be, be awesome to do something kind of like directly you know tied in however in the interim like there's nothing stopping you from setting up a show call in Albuquerque and then sending that show call link directly to the people in your street team in Albuquerque. And like, you know, I, I know that with like a lot of SMS technology, like, you know, and the community is another one of those, you know, you can, you can direct it by location, which is so handy because then you're not spamming everybody with your Albuquerque show call. You're sending your Albuquerque show call to the people who live in Albuquerque. And, you know, I mean, what a, what a gift to be able to connect directly there. Absolutely. Yeah. If we could like sync up our databases so that if a fan like says, yeah, like I'm interested in coming out to one of your shows, doesn't matter where it's at or like, just let me know when you're near me. Yeah. And then we could like add them to a workflow where, you know, they send them a message when it's confirmed. I that'd love be, that. 
I love just having like a little button saying, you know, even as you mentioned before, like keep me posted on this show call. I'd love to come to that show, you know, pipe them right into a street team kind of thing where all of a sudden now they're following on behalf of that lo area, that locale, that location, you know. Yeah. Also, all of our all of our shows on Sidor do automatically populate to Songkick, so then they do populate to Spotify and all those other places through there as well. Cool, awesome, and yeah, like you know, I, I bet, <clears throat> like you were saying too, just sending out that message, both from the standpoint of fans who would come out to a show, but I bet, you know, if we just said like if we sent out a no notification to all of our artists who are using Street Team, we're like, hey, like there's this really cool integration, this app integration that we just made, where you can we're going to give you a template for an email that you can send out to all of your existing community and let, and you can fill it in with their own details. But this is going to, you know, it's going to allow your fans to you know, basically host events and there's no commitment, but you can kind of mm -hmm. see what's possible here. I bet that we could get a bunch of hosts to join the community yeah. that, that outreach process. Love that. That's super cool. Yeah. One other element too, that could be interesting to build an integration with is with street team, one thing that, that that is like a core part of the the software is we help the artists create what we call their inner circle. And basically there's like a three tier, kind of like Patreon, where there's three different tiers of access hmm. and fans can get access to either the bronze, silver or gold tier by getting one of the artist's music relics. Hmm. And the music relics are, are basically a, a limited edition music NFT from the artist right. that that unlocks access to the inner circle. So I wonder if there even could be like a special thing where it's like, hey, if you're in my gold inner circle, then that means that when you come out to one of these shows at Side Door, then you know, we're going to go out for dinner afterwards or right, something right, special. Yeah, 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 who knows? I mean, that, that, that's cool. I dig that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, man, it's been it's been great connecting. And again, I love what you're building. And I I love the the root of it, too, is that it really sounds like you came you came into this because you started out as an artist yourself. And you saw the impact. You saw the connection that, that you were able to, to have with those fans doing those concerts. And now you're creating a network and and doing what music does best. Right. Like you're like bringing yeah. people together and oh, kind of cool. building these, these community ties. So thanks for thanks for helping to build that and for, and for sharing it on the podcast. And for anyone who's listening to this or watching this right now, who is interested in, you know, checking out the platform, either becoming a host or, you know, signing up as an artist, what would be the best place for them to go to get started? Definitely just write to sidedooraccess.com. That's the site. If you Google side door, it'll probably come up right there at the top. But uh, yeah, sidedooraccess.com. You can sign up as an artist. You can sign up as a host. You can browse and see what shows are happening maybe near you. And the community is growing all the time. So yeah, we are. It it's, takes two seconds to sign up. It's very, very easy. And a lot of artists and hosts alike are, are getting a lot of value from it. And it's it's exciting for us, you know, and we're just trying to basically foster great experiences through the shared experience of art and help artists get paid. That's what we're doing. Very cool. And yeah, if you're, if you're listening or watching this right now, then if you look in the Orlando area, you may or may not see, see me hosting, hosting a space out, the, out here as well. So Amazing, um, thanks man. again. Well, like, like always, we're going to put the links in the show notes for easy access and yeah, looking forward to talking again soon. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Hey, it's Michael here. I hope that you got a ton of value out of this episode. Make sure to check out the show notes to learn more about our guest today. And if you want to support the podcast, then there's a few ways to help us grow. 
First, if you hit subscribe, then that'll make sure you don't miss a new episode. Secondly, if you share it with your friends or on your social media, tag us. That, that really helps us out. And third, uh, best of all, if you leave us an honest review, it's going to help us reach more musicians like you who want to take their music careers to the next level. The time to be a modern musician is now, and I look forward to seeing you on our next episode.